What's up, Ding Dongs? It's the Side Talks podcast starring uh, Rachel Morgan. And I, I am here. I don't support this, but I'm Musical here. guest, Red Hot Chili Peppers. And you're her host, Gory Craft. I don't know. Podcast. I don't know why I did that. Microphone. What? I'm telling you, it's that song again that I that I do sometimes by RHCP. Oh, sure. Where they just say words. Keychain. I forgot the Just Say Words song. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, pretty good one. So, Side Talks Podcast, <laughs> yep. what do we do on this thing? We talk about movies. That's right. The official podcast for the Sidewalk Film Center. The, the official podcast of movies. Oh, that's true. We are the official podcast of movies. Sam, make note of that. I think that should be a, a marketing gimmick for us. You like movies? Uh, well, guess what, homie? There's only one official podcast for movies, and it's the Side Talks podcast, and we are it. Official seal of the movies. That's right. Um, the official office of the movies bestowed this title upon us, and we must take it seriously now by talking about cinema. So let's jump into it. What's this shit? Pretty good one. Yeah, pretty, straight to pretty, the point. Pretty, pretty good one. Not a lot of ornamation, but that's no, fine. It, it's shocking for one second, and then you're over it. Yep. It's like childbirth. So, <laughs> or, or so I've heard. We are both experts on yeah. that, of course. Oh, totally. So, I, I've got one for you. Okay. This one's a little convoluted. I tried to go find a scene, couldn't really find a scene, found a little hint of, like, a, like a strangely, a fan supercut of this thing, which oh, I can't God. believe. Well, they'll do that for anything, so don't let that be a hint. Okay. Um, and, and saw a little bit uh, that jogged my memory a little bit of the beginning of this thing, okay. and I will kind of describe it, but it's going to be a little all over the place. I don't think you're going to get it regardless. Okay. Interesting. So, I've sought this out. Uh, I thought it would be better than it was. And I mean, I was out in 15 minutes. I was just done in 15 minutes. Wow. I didn't need to see any more. I might, I could jump back in, but I don't know that I need to. So this thing opens up with a young woman, uh-huh. an attractive young woman, okay. who is taping herself up with uh, you know, duct tape or what have you and putting herself in the back of a trunk of a car. Huh. And if I'm remembering correctly, it's kind of cross-cutting perhaps with a letter that she's clearly written in other words, she's kidnapping herself. Sure, right? right. That's the suggestion. Well, she's in the trunk of this car, and whatever's going on with the sort of ransom note and this cross-cutting is going on, but things aren't going to go as she planned because here comes an attractive man, much older, still a fairly young man, and really nice-looking aviators. Look like maybe Ray-Bans or something. Uh-huh. You know, they're really lovely sunglasses. They look like an expensive pair. And he's carrying a suit. I mean, he's carrying a suit. He's wearing a suit, and he's carrying a briefcase. Is he a car thief? He is going to steal this vehicle, yes. So, is this a movie from the 90s? It is. Is this a movie that stars Reese Witherspoon and Benicio Del Toro as these two main Reese characters? Reese is not the person. But it is Benicio. Yes. Who is the girl then? I thought it was Reese Witherspoon. This movie's called like Excess Badges, Baggage or something. You got it. Oh my God. Alicia I Silverstone. I, it's Alicia Silverstone. I can't freaking believe you got it. Well done. Really, really good job. Yeah, I Absolutely. remember. Because, I mean, Brad, am I wrong? I wasn't given a whole lot to go on. Like, that nope. could literally be a film that you missed the first couple of minutes of. And, like, there's lots of things that could have started that way. I right? saw this trailer, though, like 90,000 times okay. in, like, 1997 still, or whatever, whenever this impressed. movie came out. And, like, the trailer is, like, Alicia Silverstone, even though I thought it was Reese Witherspoon. Um, 
fakes her own kidnapping, but really gets kidnapped by thief Benicio Del Toro, who's like, hey, what? I didn't mean to kidnap you or something. I didn't mean something. to really kidnap somebody. Yeah. Yes, it's very 90s. It's very dated. I believe that this is the first production under Alicia Silverstone's um, production company that she uh-huh. was able to sort of wrangle and get going because she was actually a very, I mean, no, no offense to her because I think she's a wonderful person and I don't think she's bad at her job or anything, but it's strange that she was successful enough to have had multi-picture deals at that point. I mean, sh- like, Clueless just fucking blew the doors off of the world. Yeah, and, and she l- had just been in the Aerosmith videos at that point. That's I think, true, yeah. yeah but so like, a handful of other things. She was, she was and st- is... Right, because Clueless is an amazing movie, so good in that movie, and everyone is like, "You're a, you're an instant movie star. Play Batgirl and Batman and Robin. Right, you can right. have any movie you want." And she's right. like, "Cool." And then none of her subsequent movies worked out yeah. or were popular with anybody, and she was often like regarded as one of the weaker parts of those movies. So, you know, kind of a sad descent for her career because she is very talented. I mean, Clueless. It's just such a good movie. Yeah, I, I think she struggles a bit with um, with people putting her where they think she should be, right? And pushing her to do things that they think she should do instead of her embracing her own ability to do things. Now I say that, and yet this is clearly a film that she read the script for that she wanted to produce, and yeah. it just is. I, <clears throat> I, it's one of those films that I'm ten minutes in, and I'm like, what is the point? I can't stand that feeling. What is right. the point? And and it just feels that way. Um, I don't think I liked it at the time, or wasn't you know taken enough by it to really get all the way through it at the time. And now it's not holding, it's not standing up to the test of time for me here either. Hmm. They both look great. They both seem to be doing good jobs. I believe that Christopher Walken is in this. Yeah, but like they they probably had like a, a sandwich bar, so. He yeah, showed up. Just I hear to you. Get a hot meal. I hear and... you. But Christopher Walken is really, really good. He may be an asshole. He may be a murderer. He may be an accomplice to murder. But he's good at his job. He may strange... have just been on a boat at the wrong <laughs> might, place maybe. at the wrong he time. He might have been. He's a strange looking <clears throat> cat, and I like him. He's the best. I love Christopher Walken. Um, well, I will never see this movie. <laughs> I know. I know. This. You know what this feels like to me, though. It feels like this. This thing was probably a pretty nice thing to put on a video rental shelf. Oh, of course. That's what it was made for. And people probably rented it and watched 15 minutes, paid those bucks and took it out uh, took it out of the VCR just like I did. Flew off the shelves in those like two VHS rentals that you got with like a right. bag of microwavable popcorn and a and a soda from the cooler for like 9.99. Done. Yeah. That's what that's made for. Friday night. Done well, and, done and dusted. I said you weren't going to get it. I thought you weren't going to get it and boy, you got it. So I am, um, you know, Hats off to you. Well, thank you. Well, Corey. Yes. You said you were going to bring a new segment to the podcast. I'm bringing a new segment. I have segment. no idea what Corey's going to do right is... now. I want y'all to know this. <laughs> Corey, Corey is proposing a new segment. By the way, that last segment, the film we talked about, I don't know if we hit it home enough. It's a film called Excess Baggage. Excess Baggage. That's right. Um. Yeah. So what is this new segment? Well, I'm, I don't know I'm, if it's a recurring segment. Uh-oh. Okay, so much well, as a one-off, but we'll you see. You have my attention. Okay. So I am a compulsive user of the movie-related social media website, Letterboxd. Yep. And, a lot um, of people like this website. Oh, man. I, I love it. Um, and it, it serves as... You know, a diary uh, of sorts. You you record uh, your your fi- the films that you see in any given day and your ratings of them. And if you pay for uh, premium status, 
uh, like some people with perhaps too much disposable income in this room may do. Um, who would that be? Who would that be indeed? Uh, you can get <clears throat> statistics from your okay. entire movie watching, um, well, or at least the portion of it that you've documented on Letterboxd, your entire movie watching life. So I thought it would be interesting for me to come to you uh, because what Letterboxd does is it calculates the 20 actors who have popped up most frequently in your movie watching and the number oh, of man. films with each actor that you have seen. So I have oh, Tom Hanks is in there. Well, that he is one of my top 20. That's right. But he is not as high as you would think. He's okay. he's like so number 15. With, it's the algorithmic suggestion here. If uh-huh. you don't mind me asking that these are actors that you must like. No, these oh, are, well, these okay. are, these are, it's just numbers. Okay. Uh, for instance, my number one most watched Actor, I have seen 69 films excluding Whoa. appearances and documentaries starring this person. Okay, and just to give you a picture, who has even been in that many films? Well, we'll talk about it in a second. The lower end of my top Clint 20, Eastwood. he's not in my top 20, okay. um, but the lower end of my top 20, there are two individuals tied with 44 films. And if there are more individuals who I've seen 44 films, you know, right. of I don't know who they are because these are the two that gotcha. that are popped up here. Um, okay, so well, Tom Hanks is on the list, but he's at number fifteen. I've seen forty six films starring Tom Hanks. Okay, um, I've there are a couple other guys who I've seen. That doesn't surprise 46 me. Forty six movies. I bet starring. most of us have seen, whether we wanted to or not, <laughs> forty six films featuring Tom Hanks. That's fair, probably. Um, okay. To to further expand on some of the demographics here, yeah, most of these I'm sure you're not shocked to hear are white men. Oh, you know what? The odds are good. Right. Odds are in their favor. Now there are three women on my top twenty. Nicole Kidman. She is one of them. Forty seven movies starring yep. Nicole Kidman. Called That's one it. more than Tom Hanks. The other two women, Jessica Chastain. No, the other two women are tied with Nicole Kidman, Ooh, 47 movies, all of them. And there is another connection between all three of these women. Oh, wow. Is that connection Mr. Thomas fucking Cruise? No. Oh. Okay. I don't think any of these women have been in a Tom Cruise movie. Okay. These women are the stars of The Hours. Meryl Streep, Julianne (laughs) Moore, and Nicole Kidman are the three women on my list, and I've seen 47 movies apiece starring each of them. It's weird, right? Whoever cast The Hours has some similar vibe as you. Or I just came of age at a point where they were just in every... They were were the three, like, indie movie The Witches of Eastwood right right there. Okay. Of these top 20, two are black men. Okay. Including the number one most watched actor. Okay. The number one most watched actor is probably also, and I know he was at one point, and I think this is still okay. the case, the highest grossing Will Smith actor of all time. Not Will Smith. Denzel? No. Huh. Not a lead are in you, most uh, of these movies. Brad, Sam, are y'all are y'all anywhere in the in the Morgan, idea here? Morgan? 
Morgan Freeman okay. is on okay. the list with 46 movies, but he is not Good guess. this this individual. What the hell? He this is a person when who has been in some of the biggest franchises of all time, worked steadily in big budget and independent cinema in and it's not many cases in supporting roles. Okay. Even still okay. today. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Correct. Samuel L. Jackson, the highest grossing yeah. actor of all time because he's in Jurassic Park, the Star Wars prequels, yeah, we, you know all what these we weren't Marvel thinking movies. Of? We weren't thinking of how often yep. Samuel L. Jackson says yes. He is in <laughs> like nine movies a year. Right. So it, right. it, it, it I mean, he slowed down because he's in, you know, he's getting up there in age these days. So, but when he was at the height of his career, he cranked them out and I saw most of them. Yeah, apparently. This is, this is, this reflects just the industry in general here. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. Um, the next, the second most watched actor, uh, a distinguished older white gentleman who has had a similar career to Samuel L. Jackson, very rarely the lead, happy to okay. work in okay. support in big budget and independent movies, huh. a darling of certain iconoclastic auteur directors from the 80s well into the 90s. Okay. Even still today. Shit. There's so many white men. Uh-huh. They're all flashing past my eyes right now. He is a he is an actor's actor. Oh man. He is Who is this? A sinister, a vaguely sinister presence in a lot of his movies. Um Michael Keaton. No. He has also played Jesus Christ. And I assume it's not Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Oh, okay. 65 Also a man, who, a man who likes to say yes. He likes to say yes, and he says yes to a wide variety of stuff. Yeah. Good. So, yep. I like Willem Dafoe. And then I'll just, I'll just say my third place, third place with 56 movies, a person, I mean, this is a, this is a, <laughs> this is one of God's own creatures. I don't know how else to describe him other than I have commonly said or frequently said he is my favorite actor of all time. And I think you might be. Because he's a real weirdo. This is proof that I don't really listen to. <laughs> um, man, who would that be? And Another it's not guy, Tom Hanks. It's not Bradley Cooper. No, it's it's, it's not. It's, it's not, not my Clint guy Brad. Eastwood. It's not Clint. Clint, you know, a favorite director. actor of all time. Um, big budget actors, big leads, but also indie stuff. Um, not afraid to go Robert completely bug nuts. He's actually fourth place. 54 movies for old Robbie uh, De Niro. Um, oh, what other hints? Worked with mo- many of my favorite directors of all time. Um, still has the capacity to show up in Steve an Buscemi. indie. No, he's also on the list, though. He's at number nine. Nick Cage? Nick Cage. Oh, Sir Nicholas damn. Cage. 56 yeah. movies for He's not a human Nick being Cage. to me. He's just a caricature. <laughs> so I didn't didn't pin him for that. But yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And and that's a guy who, you know, very famously for about a period of a decade there never said no to anything. Oh, at all. Because he, had, he had all that debt to pay. He had he, all those fossils and bills. shit to pay for. Now, that's all the time I want to devote to this. There is also a top directors. That list is I more bet. depressing. Um, but 
I wonder if there are a bunch of white men on that list. There are. Uh, spotlight uh, to fifth place, a uh, person I think you've compared to um, a loaf of ham, uh, Mr. <laughs> Liam Neeson. 53 movies for old Liam. And then a bunch of character actors. You know why you remember that? Because the guy looks like a slab of ham. Well, I'm never he gonna... looks like a piece of ham if you shook it like this in the air. <laughs> I'm never going to unsee it now. Never, never, never going to. Because that's what he looks like. It's accurate. <laughs> We got J.K. Simmons with 52 films. We got Richard Jenkins with 46. John Goodman with 46. Stanley Tucci came back from Italy long enough to be near the bottom of this list with 45. And then rounding out the list, 44 films each. Everybody's favorite actors at the moment. Misters, Alec Baldwin and Johnny Depp. Uh, 44 films each. Um, And again... Uh, whether or not you like the movies they've been making recently, you gotta love their personal lives. Am I right, folks? Am I right, folks? You know what I recently heard about Johnny Depp? That he's a super cool guy. <laughs> um, other than all the all that fun stuff, um, he was considered heavily considered and almost landed in the role that Woody Harrelson played in um, *Indecent Proposal*. And actually, Woody Harrelson dropped out of *Benny and June*, and um, your boy took the <laughs> role boy. okay <laughs> he's on your list i mean i do love ed johnny, wood johnny depp took the role of benny and june over the indecent proposal and do you know who almost played the robert redford character warren Beatty. ding 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 good yeah, job that would have been good fitting. job do you know why he turned it down because it hit too close to home <laughs> uh yeah kind of because he was right too busy world? like making Dick Tracy with Madonna and dating Madonna. No, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because that egomaniacal son of a bitch said he wasn't going to take it because he doesn't get the girl in the end. Y'all, it's called acting, Warren. I think Warren was just like, I just, uh, the very concept of paying for it. I don't understand <laughs> this. I don't understand this. Oh, believe me. He <laughs> pays for it. What an asshole. Speaking of people named Woody, guess who my most watched director is? We don't have to talk about it, though. Uh, because that's the end of this letterbox segment. Oh, you're um, gonna try? Is this try a cliffhanger? I mean, there's only one major director whose movie, uh, like entire filmography, I've seen whose it's name a, starts it's with a cliffhanger. The word Woody. I'm trying to save you here. Yeah, I appreciate it. Oh, oh, oh I, I don't know. know. Here's another hint. He married his daughter. <laughs> Do y'all know who it is? Um, great man. Again, um, don't know about these movies, but his personal life, I love it. Uh, okay. Bye. Bye. Listening to the Side Talks podcast, where your own personal cinematic pink and Christina Aguilera, two of the singers on Lady Marmalade. Lady Marmalade, yeah, the very relevant. Were you listening to that on your way here? Uh, you know, I, I mean, usually I am. Brad, yes. can you can you give us a little Lady Marmalade on our way? Creole Lady Marmalade. He was actually listening to Paddington's Marmalade. Oh yes. Anyway, uh, well, you know, it, this song comes up so much for us. We talk about Lady Marmalade all the time. It is the year 2023. How is there Lady Marmalade-related beef? Because people don't know what the hell to ask Pink, who is, by the way, I guess still re- Is she still relevant? Is Pink sure, still relevant? Sure, right. I don't know. Like, she... I don't know. I don't know, Pink. Like, yeah, it, I... Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. I, my mom likes her. 
Everybody, I think, I think she's comfortably oh, in that mom zone. Yeah, she's in the mom zone. So anyway, she has that really terrible song. It's like, so you're a rock star. Anyway, she was asked about this, and she said that it was her least favorite video to make because some of the personalities on set. Uh, and then she couldn't stop there, but she had to put her foot in her mouth and go a little further and uh-huh. say, little Kim and Maya were nice. So, and you know who else? Okay, Christina. That, oh, there you go. The mm. genie in a bottle herself was left <laughs> off of the list. And here's my favorite part about this rivalry. Uh-huh. Christina Aguilera has said nothing about it. Like nothing. Wow. Pink has posted like a bunch of rants and like, you know, lengthy things, but Christina Aguilera has had had like zero comment, so it's not even really a beef, y'all. Yeah, that's probably wise. Like why Why comment? Uh, she This is what this is probably what Christina Aguilera is thinking. Y'all, how long ago was this? Do I really need to comment right now on that? Yeah, also, like, Pink, put the phone down. Like, you don't have to air out your, your dirty laundry <laughs> your like that, right? Your 30-year-old dirty yeah, laundry. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like, I, somebody was rude to me 22 years ago. I'm like, okay. I'm also, sorry that you had a bad experience 22 years ago. I, I hope that you wipe your tears away every night with your hundreds of thousands of dollars that you get in, I don't know, pink residuals. You know what I just thought of, too? It just hit me. It may not have been Christina Aguilera. Everybody's jumping the gun on that. Missy Elliott was up on that song, too, y'all. It could have been Missy E. It could have been. Nah, everyone loves Missy E. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyway, what are you going to do? Are you going to be pink or are you going to be Christina Aguilera? I feel like I'm less of a rabble rouser in general, so I think you have to be pink. And I'll Uh, I'll I'll take the high road and just not comment. Bummer. I got to tell you, though, uh-huh. I don't like anything by Pink. Not a single. Uh, that Get This Party Started song is kind of funny when it comes on. Yeah, I thought that was Black Eyed Peas. Oh, God, no. That's even worse. No. And that was written by like one of the women who's in Four Non Blondes or whatever. So maybe Brad that's is what... laughing at me. Is, is it just because I, I said Black Eyed Peas? Black Eyed Peas. No. The fact that you thought Four. Fergie sang that's, that. That's Fergie who Peter Pants wants. <laughs> Only once? Which could have, our outro could have been your own personal cinematic Fergie in a pair of pants. <laughs> that's maybe what it should have been. <laughs> I think that What a Girl Wants is a good song. Let's wrap it up here. Thank you to Boutwell Studios. You're welcome. I think Christina probably has a couple other good songs. I like to call her Xtina because she's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> It's time to be done. Sidewalkfest.com. Brad just nodded his head. When I said it's time to be done, Brad nodded his head so big. We're basically like not even dad joke level in here. No. It's like weird pop culture knowledge level, weird ass dad jokes. Or at Sidewalk Film on uh, social media. (laughs) (laughs) Buy tickets to see movies at our cinema at sidewalkfest.com. And you can also get your passes for the 25th annual Sidewalk Film Festival. More pop culture esoteria to be found there, including a lot of really good movies, uh, which are to be determined. Where if we're if we sound kind of delirious, maybe it's because we're in the uh, midst that's not of it. Programming that is not it. It's just because this is this is what you get. Well, this is true. <laughs> we're we're like this when we're well rested as well. Uh, apologies. Uh, anyway, come come see movies with us at the cinema at the 25th annual festival. That's the last week of August in downtown Birmingham. Get those passes now. Sidewalkfest.com. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.